0: In the union, and he lets me know, like, you know, this is this is when uh, my life got flipped, turned upside down. And <laughs> I was like, what the hell am I gonna do? And he was like, well, look, man, you get started at this much an hour, benefits for you and your family, blah blah blah. blah. Like, he's like, I'm learning skills, like I know how to, like, you know, work with angles and make cuts and put things together and actually yeah, yeah. Craft so something. so question I mean, useful shit, super useful. Yeah. Like, yeah. how does you know? he
1: get in? You can't get in. <laughs> Well, he's a, is, he's this a, this a black dude okay. with dreads from the ghetto. I know, I know, and this um, is what's great. You got red hair, you I look know. Black, like <laughs> we
2: got enough of you. So I know. <laughs> All right, we have I enough of you. <laughs> <laughs> i swear No, there was a class. This for, is reverse
1: <laughs> discrimination out here, man. Perfect. What's going on?
2: There
0: was a, there was a, he told me about this class, like him and, and his boy, uh, you know his brother, Harden, or
1: whatever? Harden? That's his, that, that's whatever. his whatever. You know, don't, uh, Right. Yeah,
0: anyways. So, uh, you know, they, they took uh, like a class with a uh, sore, right? And they're like, Yeah, you take this class with sore, they'll get you in the union, carpentry, union, blah, blah. And I called them, and then they were like, Oh, my bad, that class is only for uh, women and people of color. And I was like, Whoa. I know, right? I was like, So I can't, what are you saying? And they're like, Mark so I got hired called, like a, Mark. a
2: Rachel Dolezal or something I, I was thinking like Yo Mark Well here's the deal like,
1: Man the deal. I, Did you just assume my race I was I identify as No you're fucking Jewish
0: Yeah I, can, Is that a color In my I opinion, think so It's, it's like, like
1: the only religion That is a color you, You're a people
0: That's crazy so I say mean, I'm,
1: say I'm, To say I'm a Jew No like you know. So what? the
2: holocaust
1: <laughs> Check this out yo <laughs> so <laughs> so
0: you, this you heard of this you you wanna heard
2: of World War II. You ever heard
0: of World War II? Let me introduce <laughs> oh, you. Shit. Oh shit. like I mean it's it, it's it's fine. Like I started working with a company that just hires like felons. Like I started working with like mad felons. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like, we'll put you on the books, but you just we're gonna pay you peanuts and you're gonna work with people that no one else is gonna hire. You know what I mean? And those are some of the coolest people I ever worked mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's that's 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 how you start, you know? That's that's one way. <laughs> and uh I mean dude the trades are where it's at. Like Q's like trying to like Get into the electrical union? Yeah. From the carpenters. Yeah. He already
1: he's already he's on elect- his way. But he finished his training to be electrician a long time ago. Yeah,
0: but Are I think serious? he has to put in a certain amount of work.
1: But but it w- he couldn't find positions because they wouldn't accept nobody without experience. And How am I supposed to get experience yeah, yeah, yeah. if no one accepts me? Yeah. You know, so you gotta you know stroke people at the unions and
2: you do. You to like a lot of balls. <laughs> that's, that's trash. I know I had to I had to do get some electrical work on my house done, yeah. and I watched the guy, I was like, I'm trying to learn, you know, more about how to...
1: He, he's probably like, shit. poppycock, I out of here. <laughs> you know,
2: I, I watched it, so I asked him if I could watch, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm done. And so I watched him, and I was, like, really actually interested in it, because I don't do a lot of stuff you know, with my hands. Yeah. Like, like, a lot of it's here, fucking here. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I watched it, and I was like, damn, maybe I should maybe I should, like, go back to school. Learn. You know what I'm saying? Like and they make boo boo bugs. They do. Like it's, it's always either you're gonna do it yourself or you're gonna pay
3: someone. It's to the
1: it's the it's the it's like it's the future. It's yeah. crazy. The past has now become the future. It is it's cycling around. Like, yeah, especially the more
2: complex, you know, things get, both homes, cars, that kind of stuff. It's they it's, need it's, it's becoming to... less likely that you can kind of pick some of that stuff up, you know. I mean a car now. It's not a car ten years ago or no. twenty years ago. Oh. There's like 19 computers in your average car. <laughs> is, yeah, specialized like.
0: <laughs> oh, that's pretty crazy. You got, you have to take a computer class to be a mechanic now. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Learn how to type.
2: Yeah, they like plug plug your car in if you have a newer car and it runs this computer diagnostic now. Like, <clears throat> it's hard to just, huh. you know. I know.
1: So I like. I we got this new car and I popped the hood for the first time and look under there it's like like I recognize parts but I'm like, this is fancy I think that's the battery I'm like yeah. this is the engine there's the battery here's where the cooling goes here's where you know I change the oil and you poke it with a stick like, and it's like does it wake back up now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but like there's some extra shit in here what is and like yeah it's, it's very fancy I don't know yeah
0: I mean when I started doing it cause like I you know I, I've been doing kind of manual labor like in the mm-hmm. basement but when you're like actually out there like hammering, like, nails into boards of wood and cutting them, and you're outside and you're shoveling. It's like... It's like the soul of a man. Like, I just felt... Like, I never felt more like myself. It
1: does. Like, that's why I like doing labor as a job. Yeah. It, I, I I I do enjoy it. It's just sometimes the work environment can be kind of shitty because people, like, just treat you like shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you're laboring. But I do... I do enjoy labor. I, I want to do a job while I'm doing something. I don't want. I can't sit and stare at a computer or type all day. I would go to sleep.
0: I got. I got offered like a slightly better paying job doing cold calling, and like I told, him like, look, man, I got. I want to. If there's advancement opportunities, maybe. But like, let me say, like I, I found out about myself. I need to work like outside. I need to do a physical job. Yeah. I need to be working, moving outside if possible. But yeah, like I would do it if it pays, but it's got to pay a lot more than what I'm making right now. Yeah. Cause that's
1: that's tough for me. I can't. I just can't pull it off. Yeah. Okay.
2: You can. You can see. I was so glad I bought a house because I was like, now I have. Feel like I have purpose beyond shit I'm trying to fix. That I don't see any progress. You know what I'm saying? Like you, in the community, you're like, "Damn, the cops suck. How do I fix this?" And you're like, "I'll probably be dead by the time they, you know what I'm saying? By the time they get any better." Whereas like with the house, I'm like, "Okay, this carpet is trash. I can tear it up in and out. Yeah, right. Like I need new doors. I can go order doors, cut them down, prime them, paint them. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to see this progress. You get to work. You get to focus on something." I just like nothing like it in the no, feeling. Yeah, yeah, I just realized that, that I need to do more more stuff like that to feel whole rather than just yes. like, oh I'm gonna think and talk mm-hmm. dude. do mm-hmm.
1: See some 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 visible things in the
0: world. Like spa day is one thing, but like actually like I'm gonna actually like, yeah, tear some up, put in something new, and then it's there and then I see it and I mm-hmm. did that. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That was like the in a juvenile way, that was like the rush I got from graffiti was like I go there and I climb a building and I write my name and then I go there like a week later and it's still there and I did that. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So like yeah. I'm changing my environment. Like, yeah. not exactly for the better. I feel better for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, that shit was pretty. You know? I, I thought, yeah, some of them That, kind of that building looks a lot better now. Some, with some, that.
0: Maybe some people were inspired. Like, how did he climb up there?
1: Oh, yeah. uh, I've there? Is some, it still there? Some of them. I've there seen there you some spots he got to like, how? And he's like, I've never tell. like, you almost died. You had to. Oh. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, I saw on Facebook because I followed the police just to, you know, see what... Oh, they, the they had Facebook? I, I, well, I follow, I follow, yeah, I followed... What, are the what they tell about today? Follow, Who they some people, like, I don't know, on the east side or whatever painted rainbow rock, like the giant boulders they painted in the rainbow. And the cops got on Facebook took a picture and was like, Although we appreciate public art, this is still graffiti. Uh, really, really, dude, like
1: the technicality. I man. cannot.
2: Yeah, I cannot. Like y'all take your shit you, you too seriously. They had, to, yeah, they had
0: to get a permit. They had to talk to someone about it. They had to go to the city and be like, "Hey, can we?" Uh, yeah.
2: It's like you take this too seriously. Like someone painted some rocks. You know what I'm saying? I could understand like if someone was just drawing really realistic, like hyper realistic dicks.
3: <laughs> <That's my bro. laughs> okay, maybe we, we need like to Michael have a community Michael. That's, conversation. That's Michael Angelo, I bro. still yeah, it's like I'm not gonna be mad bro. about it. I'm but it's cl- like
2: maybe we can have a conversation, but like they're literally just colored. Colors. Rocks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no message, there's come on, chill. And they're still like Amen. you need to go to the public.
1: Nobody asked no one to color those rocks. <laughs> I like my rocks. Gray like rocks are supposed to look. Oh man. I don't want to see Next no thing- rainbow rocks. This is his Willy Wonka's town or something. Wizard of Oz. Oh, shit. Swear Next you thing you know, see Oompa Loompas running around this motherfucker. Like, I'm not ready for that. Uh, I'm a conservative like a- Democrat, and you're a conservative Democrat. And this is how <laughs> <laughs> that's traditional- insi- the inside, that's the inside. Oh shit! A, a traditional uh, Minnesota is full of the most conservative Democrats you've yeah, ever been yeah, in yeah, your life.
2: Yeah, they fucking piss me off. I can't, I can't stand them. <laughs> I really can't stand them, especially with I don't know if you've been paying attention to the reparations stuff happening in Congress right now. They're reviewing. The, oh, I don't know the, the Reparation conversation. It's such a
1: joke, bro. Oh,
2: I, I just like sometimes i would be like, let me see where, let me see where these people are at today, and I just read those comments.
1: First of all, first of all, first of all. Oh. Giving reparations to Black people, descendants of slaves, right now, will be the most lucrative power move the government could do right now because it's just gonna come right back. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's stimulate th- <laughs> nobody, nobody's gonna oh, start yeah. any uh, businesses or change their life. It's coming right back. What, what, what did I, I say when to I, be-
0: I told <laughs> Quentin? I was like, well. You know, uh, all that money went into uh, Colin Kaepernick's uh, Nike deal. So, that's yeah, it. We are off the hook. <laughs> it's
1: just, it's just, no, is going to be balling. Gucci'd out new TVs and Man. stereos. It might be a couple people who do something nice, and that'd be fine. But overall... That's just coming right back. And
2: realistically, unless you give people tons and tons of money, most people are in debt nowadays anyway. So
1: they're gonna take that back yeah, that way. But like, yeah, okay, now I could finally pay off the student loans. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know what I
3: mean?
1: Be like, no, what government just pay
2: my loans?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know? They so would. <laughs> they, they would take it. They would take it out of my check. Like, ask
2: permission. You know
1: what I mean? Oh, shit. Like, like,
2: yeah. It. Uh, but yeah, you got all them little conservative Democrats on there that say they're, you know, they're progressive, they're liberal until something real, you
1: know. Nah, they just that's just their team. You know, but that's not how they feel. I don't know. I, I, you, I don't you, know. Jordan, Jordan might be ready. Yeah, you think, think
0: he's so, ready? I, think so. I don't know. Do you do you hear me read? I'm so not racist at Juneteenth. No. Oh, you okay. missed it. Oh, that was that was that was my was, uh, he uh, that was my ode to all the fake ass fucking white people. Who think they're really, you know, they they really they really care, you know, like they're really out here to help. Yeah. I mean, and I I kind of feel like, you know, that's what a lot of this shit is built on. So like me making fun of it is like I shouldn't do that because I I feel like I'm breaking an unspoken, you know.
1: Nah, 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 'cause uh, they full of shit in the first place, so. It doesn't matter. Like, the whole thing is, uh, if we can, our whole thing is consistency. If we we have quality, be consistent. Quality speaks for itself, it will gain popularity. And through that popularity, we want to turn awareness and profit. And once popularity comes, it doesn't matter. People are going to, the, the same person who's like, fuck you, Mark. You said that whole I'm not racist poem. You're going to turn around and say, I get it now. I understand. I love your poem. You're amazing. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Our issue has always been consistency. Because a lot of people out here who are mad consistent and lack a lot of substance and quality. We have substance. We have quality. We're completely, completely inconsistent. True. You know if so we can be consistent. And, and that's why I'm talking to Jordan right now. So, uh, I, like, I was asking Mark, like, we have all these, I have all these images of sketches and artwork. We have, we we create a doc, we put all our poems in there, we got mm-hmm. some random writings and stuff in there. So we want to put it together like a like a book. Sort of thing. Now, like I said, like, we could post it on Amazon. But what about something, like, kind of, like, self-published? something yeah, like, yeah, the first yeah. thing that popped in mind, like, the zines you used to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, those were amazing. Those were the most professional-looking mm-hmm. zines i ever seen anywhere. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You yeah, need yeah.
1: to see what you did for the for art. Yeah. Oh,
2: shit, not, I brought y'all books so y'all can y'all can have them some. But um, like, I
1: don't know if you have any old copies of the uh, All Black Zines mm-hmm, for the, mm-hmm. like this. Like, so we really just wanted to talk to you about the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your experience, like, yeah. what you did wrong, what you did right, like, what was it like, like creatively. How involved were you? Did you just yeah. employ people? Were you making decisions? Mm-hmm. Were you like, you no, know, do this, do that? That doesn't look right. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, with the zine, when we when we first started, when we first did the thing, and Mark, you you were at the y'all both were at the first yeah. show, right? Yeah, we was, did the when we did, yeah, yeah. We, we did that first uh, rudimentary zine that I was just like really making myself um, in in the basement of Menace Peacemakers when I was working there at the time. And and honestly, that, like, that zine, that original zine was more of, like, a a venting, you know what I'm saying? Like, a venting session or whatever. Like, we were angry black people. And it was, like, we're going to put all our angry shit in one spot. And then I realized, like, you know, I want something a little bit different. Okay. Like, anger's good. Right. Anger's cool. But I also want a place for other... Like happiness, joy, confusion, like all the other shit we experience. Right. And so, when I met uh, my Shoshi, she's the graphic designer that came on board. I met her at a feminist poetry, or not feminist poetry, feminist pottery show, and we was only two black men. Okay. So you know, she she comes up to me. Wait, like,
1: were you the only guy there?
2: Uh, no, no, no. There was other men there. Okay. But I was only black man. Okay. So she comes up to me and she's like, "Yo, you're obviously black." Assume, <laughs> I'm assuming at least I'm black if you can't tell and she's like I just moved here from, from South Korea and before that I was in South Africa Damn. like I'm a graphic designer and I was like yo so what I had felt was you know for me it was like what we were saying and what we were trying to create needed to be heard okay. and the way that we felt that it needed to be heard was to, to bring design and illustration that was at the level that folks would open it in the first place. Like we wanted to get people to to open the door in the first place. Okay. We figured if the door was like busted up, broken, <laughs> like, oh nah. no, they're not even gonna listen to what we have to say. But if the door looks nice and they walk through it and they're pissed at the content, okay. then I know where they stand. Right. right. Like if somebody comes to our content and they're like, "Well, I don't like your content because you you were talking about like." You know, white privilege, or you're talking about capitalism, or you're talking about like queerness, or whatever the fuck we were talking about. Then it's like, okay, fuck you. This isn't for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it, but it we wasn't. Made this. It Make it it on. On. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't sort of like, you know, I knew I was going into this essentially the, in the business sense, like this marketplace. Zines are. There's tons of different zines. There's tons of different art out there. So I knew, you know, if it's sitting on a shelf or it's sitting in a room, I need to catch somebody's eye. Okay. So they'll pick it up. Right? right. They may like what's inside, they might like the words, they might like some of what we're trying to say, but I need to catch somebody's eyes. So I worked with her, you know, and then we also ended up because a lot of the black people that was writing for the zine left. And I was like, damn, all my black friends left. So then we was like, I'm just gonna I'm still gonna like let this black voice be central to what we're trying to do, but I'm also gonna invite like indigenous people and other people to, to contribute. And so <clears throat> We kind of did that, but the process, um, the process really was like, I was more of like the, um, I don't know what you call it. Like the organizer, the creative director, whatever name you want to call it. Um, and then my show, she did illustration and design and we would just, we would just kind of brainstorm together, you know, what themes we wanted, what, uh, uh, what imagery we wanted, what we wanted to convey. And then we would curate it based on that. Okay. And we almost never wanted to say no to any art or any submissions, but we also realized like when we say no, there will be another time for that art or that piece. And so like I, I think our first one that her and I did together was <clears throat> rebirth and regrowth. Um, and so we really picked theme, picked uh, poems and picked art that was really centered around that theme and created something that really got people in that place. Uh, Cause we realized when we curated stuff and, and kind of set out this path for people, they connected to the material better. Because okay. if it was like something really happy and something really sad and like this whole eclectic mix uh, uh, you know it had broader representation but people didn't connect to it as well. Okay. Um, and if there was something happy and sad we didn't put like, here's this poem talking about lynching and here's this poem talking about you know uh Cupcakes. <laughs> and it was like, those two were not gonna go next to each other. It was really about how do we cra- craft it so that if somebody reads this poem, there's some time in between yeah. that makes some logical or emotional or creative sense. You had, you know, you were dealing with a bunch of different, mm-hmm. like
0: various sources of material. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. That's, that's that would be difficult.
1: To, I mean, it's is similar to the boat where Except we create all the sources of material, yeah, yeah. So, which is also cool. It may be easy to organize it once we like put it all on one table. I was just telling my wife like I need to really just because I got everything on like this device, mm-hmm. but I need to just like see it physically yes, on yep, the table yep, yep. and try to organize it, like print everything out yep. and stuff like that. Like which seems backwards because I have the device
2: to put everything on to keep it. I thought the same way for a long time. No, I was like, sometimes you just got to print all the shit so you can you can rearrange it. It's the easiest way to just rearrange and see how stuff fit and how stuff flows.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, What I'm really, like, what I'm real interested in is, like, like you said, organizing. Mm-hmm. And what was that process like? Especially, like, you had a bunch of copies printed out. Like, mm-hmm. so you dealt with print shops and pricing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Was that like a real struggle or?
2: Um, not really. I think you know with y'all, it's a little bit easier because you know I was organizing for each zine. I was organizing five to eight artists right uh with all different schedules all different mediums all different you know perceptions of what the fuck a deadline means right (laughs) like you know you say it's due in three weeks and that was my thing too i was always like i would always set the deadline two months before i needed it because i knew people was gonna Uh, like you know
1: a deadline what's a deadline exactly
2: and so you know if it's just y'all three it's a little bit easier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit easier to, to manage that kind of stuff. But uh in terms of print in terms of print it was pretty easy. I think we printed our, our first one, you know, we designed it. We did the layout in I think she did the layout in Illustrator, but if I was doing a book layout now, I would do it in Adobe InDesign. Okay. Um, which is like <clears throat> I don't know if you've used Adobe InDesign. Before, no. But it's like Photoshop and Illustrator for for books, okay, for print, okay. Um, it's just the easiest way to, to lay it out, and that's what I use. Obviously, my wife is way better at it than I am because she's you know my wife's a graphic designer. Okay, <clears throat> cool. Um, and I know some of it, um, but <clears throat> basically, uh, uh, Shoshi, who I was working with before, I haven't worked with her in a while now because she moved to Minneapolis. You know what but she would do she would do it. Yes, she would do it in uh, uh, Photoshop lay it out um, in the pages and then she would uh, convert it to a PDF and right. right. all we had to do was send the PDF to the print shop. We used ProPrint before, <coughs> which is over on, um, like by the airport. Do they still exist? They still exist, yeah. They're a pretty big print shop um, and they're pretty speedy. Uh, they're not bad, but I would suggest um, a printer in the city smart press. Um, and you can do their stuff online, and I can always show you how to do the ordering and that kind of stuff like i mean i'm I'm willing to help you with any part of this process okay uh, um, and 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 partner in any way shape or form okay. to help y'all do what y'all y'all need to do um, but smart press is good because I still haven't had anyone beat their price okay um yet uh, you know uh, printers in Duluth will usually charge anywhere from like 20 to 50 percent more for what they'll charge when right. they ship it to you obviously you have to pay shipping but they'll ship it to you and usually you'll get it within seven days of, of when the print job is done and so that's my favorite and especially since they do all sorts of like if you wanted to combine compile like a zine something short it's just a saddle stitch booklet which that's cheap that's easy if you had like let's say y'all each have like 30 poems that you wanted to put in one book. Yeah. They have perfect bound, which is like just here. It's, it's just like any, any normal book. So that's a perfect bound book. So they'll print it for you just like that. It's what the R books Okay. Are printed like. Um, and so smart press is great that way. And they do all sorts of other, other printing and, and whatnot. Um, so when you when you do get to the print phase, that smart press is what i what I would suggest for sure.
1: Okay. You said that's in the cities.
2: Yeah, it's in the cities, um, but they we just always order online. So, and you could always do like if you happen to be in the cities and you your print date coordinated, you could always pick it up too, and then yeah. you would not pay shipping. So. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah.
1: So like, uh, like I also want to pick your brain about community here and mm-hmm. just in mm-hmm. general. Because like you created products and you brought them to the community mm-hmm. and in my mind from what i've seen like with some success mm-hmm. you know what was that like
2: you know i never really pushed as hard as i could have or probably should have <clears throat> especially since you know mine was a different thing too because i had these eight different artists every time uh, and i never really wanted to do something without getting their say. You know what I'm saying? Like if you made art and you put it in my zine, I didn't want to necessarily roll over to wherever and be like, oh, you can buy these zines, and then the people give you five bucks, and then you give me the money because I wasn't quite sure how I wanted to do that. Like yeah. I want to split it with the artist, whatever. But you know, with y'all, if y'all was splendid it evenly or whatever, um, there's a lot of folks I think in Duluth and a lot of uh, like local businesses and stuff that love selling local stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think. There's a there's a a vacuum and a hole for stuff like the zine that I was doing and the stuff that y'all create. There isn't really there's not really anything like it in Duluth. Right. Um, right. And so I think of places like Zenith Bookstore, yeah, they okay. like, on, like, I'm, like local poets. Yes, I'm I'm so sure that they like every time if you had you know ten books they buy ten books every time and yeah. just you know they resell them. They buy them off y'all and then they just resell them in the shop. Right. Um, and then uh, uh, online is a big thing. Pop-up shops is a big thing. You know what I'm saying? Like People love, pop-up shops are, are big in Duluth. You know, we just had the two different Juneteenths. We had the, um, we had the, uh, the um, someone coming up in July. Meet on the street, which is in Lincoln Park. It's in the craft District. Okay. There's uh, Hill Fest, which happens in August. You know, Aiko has pop-up shops. There's all sorts of pop-up shops, and that's everything from, like, local businesses to small, you know, one-person uh, uh, jewelry makers. Right, And so right. that that is a place that, with the zine, I never really capitalized on. I did a couple of them. But, you know, if you did produce a book, you did self-publish this book, that's a big thing that y'all could do. Yeah. Especially since, like, y'all bring this unique, you know, this unique form of art where you could actually... Perform and showcase what's in the book. Right, Right. you know what I'm saying? It's not just a book show. So it's like at Juneteenth when y'all was doing your thing, you know, if there was a book, y'all could say, you know, and we got so and so over at the table, or you partner with people like, because some people don't like doing pop up shops. I hate doing pop up shops. I own a business, we do pop up shops all the time. I hate it. As an introvert, it it's exhausting. It's like pop pop
1: up shops are crazy because you got to be like. You, you set it up. You're a vendor. Vendors around you. You literally got to stand in front of you. Hey, over here. Hi. Yeah. Look. Stop. Yeah. Talk to me. Look. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. yeah. Buy this shit, it's, please, it's man. It's exhausting.
2: It's exhausting. And uh. it's like you know, there's there's a certain level. Like you can't really be yourself. I mean, you can mostly be yourself, but there's still like a level of tension. Yeah, yeah, it's just like you can't straight up be like, "What the fuck is up?" Because you're like, "Oh, is this person gonna be?"
1: You gotta be concerned up.
2: about. Yeah, you you have to at least be personal until you feel uh, feel out where that person's at. But like, one of the things you totally could do is is figure out like who who wants to sell your your stuff, you know, or who wants to push your stuff.
0: We just need a cute oh. girl, just one cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it. And then we be like, "Hey, what's going on over here?" Like, "Well, we got this book." Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all it is, bro. Like.
2: Yeah, you yeah. know, and so you know, you could always partner with folks that that, that you know are, would be interested. I mean, I, I we would we would want to support if that's something that you would want. Like, you know, we could have your book. Uh, um, we could have your book at our table. You know, when we do pop up shops, if you didn't, if you're like, none of us want to do this shit. We just want to be like, hey, our book's gonna be here on these days. Okay. Um, also online, um, you know, if you wanted a website cool but a website is just so much to freaking manage it Um, is but if you you could you could sell through like our website or whatever and we do you know we like to we like to think we're an equitable business so what we do with people too is like we let people choose their their profit margin so like we work with artists some artists come in and say I'm going to sell this beadwork on your website we say okay how much do you want of the profit right like it's good you know the money the, the customer pays shipping and handling so like how much of your profit do you want and they'll say oh 70% and we say okay uh, we don't name it they name it so if you were like we want to sell we want to sell your book our book on blackbirdrevolve.com and we want to sell it for 30 bucks per book and we want 100% of the profit cool you know okay. what I'm so like if that was if that was something y'all wanted to do we would do that you know okay, okay. So, yeah, because, I mean, what, you know, the they're, they're customer's paying shipping and handling, so all I got to do is take the book and put it in the thing and just, yeah. you know what I'm saying, put it in the mail. So, like, we try, to, we try to partner with folks that way, too. So, if you wanted to do something like that, but there's also, I'm sure there's also other, you know, local folks that would, would put your stuff on their website.
1: So, in the early days when you made the first couple zines mm-hmm. or whatever, where did you get the money? Did you use your own money? I
2: did,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I did.
2: You know, the thing that I realize is like I'm a minimalist. Like, if yeah. you went walked into my house, you wouldn't even think I lived there. You yeah. think it was just my wife who lived there. I own my clothes and my laptop, and now like a, a camera and shit because I'm moving to, to a different realm. Yeah, but um. You know, so I, I don't really buy a lot of stuff. The clothes you see, everything on me, except this. I got this at J C Penny for $2 on sale. But everything else on me is, like, at least five years old. Okay. Right? So, like, I did not spend a lot of money. I don't drink. I've never had anything to drink. I don't smoke weed. I haven't in, like, 10 plus years. So, like, I don't spend money. Right. And so, when it came time, I was like, I have all this money in my bank account. Okay. In my savings. And I figured out like the first zine, the first zine we printed, it was like 500 bucks. Okay. To print 100 and something copies, I think.
3: Okay.
2: About 100, maybe it was like 110. And most printers, too, this is a great thing about most printers. If you order 100 books, yeah. because they're testing the print, they test the print before, you'll get like 110, 120 books. Yeah. For the same price. Yeah. Because they were testing all those prints. And all the good ones, they just give to you. And right. then you sell those and then, you know, Okay. But uh, so I just used my own money. And I, I, uh, it was like 500 bucks. And then when we did the first show, we did suggested donation, you know, okay. it was like, please give five bucks. Cause that's about, that's how much it costs to, 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 um, to do it. And then I think the next time I got approached by Arrowhead arts council and they were like, we love what you're doing you should apply for a grant. And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't ask people for money. Okay. Like, that's, my, that's my pride. You have, you know to you have yeah, especially since I was like, I'm sorry, this money doesn't belong to you anyway, so I'm not about to ask for it back. That, I mean, that's just my mentality. Who, who's this? <laughs> so I told, I told they had a representative, and she was super nice. I don't think she's there anymore. She was super nice, and she was like, I will be as helpful as I possibly can. And I was like... Okay, we can sit down, and I will tell you how much money I need. If you work with me, fill out the thing, fine. We can submit it, but I'm not trying to do, like, grant reports and stuff like that. So I worked with her. She was super helpful, and I got, um, I got some money um, through the Prove because I was partnering with the Prove Gallery. And so they, the, the check went to them, but, uh, um, and then they just they paid for the printing, I think, for the second zine. So I used an A-Ret grant. And then the I think the third and fourth zine, I used my own money again. But most of the money came back to me through suggested donations. But if you did like a a hard line fee, like if you're like every book is this this much, yeah. You're gonna make your money back. Yeah. Um, and so especially since like with a book the profit margin is, is a little bit bigger and people will pay a little bit more for a book. A zine it's almost Impossible to find a zine that would be worth more than five. Then someone would pay more than five dollars. Right? People will you be pushed out of the zine community? Yeah. Like what the no? Farties? That's the, the whole point is of the list. <laughs> back like, this is disgusting. Right? <laughs> Whereas a book, like you can charge twenty twenty five dollars, especially if it's locally made, locally produced. You can charge that, and people will pay for it. I mean, the R book is a prime example. We charge twenty five dollars for that, and um, I think we've it's like maybe. Fifty copies of the second volume and more than fifty copies of the first volume. Okay, over so, um, you know, there. You'll make your money back through, through uh, those sales, but yeah, the, finding the money in the first place is
1: the, the oh. initial are, challenge. It, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, we we have like a, enough history that we could you know, make a legitimate claim to yeah. Arec funding, like you know, what I mean? Arec funds, friggin' whatever, whatever. We gotta out
1: there, like, we gotta do the work. Yeah, there's a lot
0: more work to be done. I mean, that's that's another reason why we we, we kind of wanted to, you know, meet with you cuz, you know, what like where and when like are are good spots to just come out and blast some some raging suicide mines mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. You, you know what we do. Yep, you know? What yep, I mean yep, like and, yep. we uh, you know, since Donnie's been gone, it's it's hard it's hard to do recipe for a slave without uh, <laughs> without uh Donnie and Quinn like being right behind me like yeah yeah yep. you going to do yeah you know what I mean like so I I've, I don't know I I've, I've written a bit more like open like I don't know more universal mm-hmm, material mm-hmm. since that you know what I mean and and uh you know people people seem to get down on what we've been doing Donnie got some hardcore stuff he he got even more hardcore stuff than
1: I can't yep. even say something to some day. of the shit like, I did. Mean, forget, forget we, what he's done. Like we, they, we ran out of town very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because uh, uh, I guess I guess that's the concern of all. Because I was just talking to him about like, uh, like he's talking about like a hip hop scene in the loop, and I'm like, the reason it's never worked because no one's ever cleaned up the act. Mm-hmm, you know, they try mm-hmm. to raise it ground roots in the streets like it's been done in every other major city and loof is just not having it. You mm-hmm. got to clean it. You got to package it. You got to make it safe for white people to come to mm-hmm. a show and and feel safe and, and things of that nature, you know. And the people who have packaged it, they never have a certain level of quality. It mm-hmm. always seems kind of whack. And, and uh, what's the word I want to say? Uh, it's not genuine, mm-hmm. you know. So... The people who are genuine who really like live it and breathe it and rap and freestyle, they don't package. And the people who package, they don't really have any quality. Yeah. So I'm trying to find a way to uh run a middle ground because a lot of our material, even our art, is a lot of it can be provocative, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. It's not just pretty pictures, some of it can be violent, mm-hmm. some of it could be sexual. Uh, even the words we write, mm-hmm. like a lot of the poems are kind of like inside jokes for uh, smart, conscious people. <laughs> so if you're like reading this or you hear it and you don't understand references, it could be yeah, 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 insulting.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, that's <laughs> it makes. Real. And uncomfortable. I, I think you're also burdened with the reality that, like, when it comes to music and, and the spoken word, it's not, um, it, it is, I think, funneled and restricted in a way that visual art is not. Yeah. Um, which, which I think is a disservice to, to folks in general. Um, you know, you can walk into an art gallery and you can see nudity everywhere. See violence, you can see blood, you can see all sorts of stuff, and people sort of are like, "Whoa, this is like a, this is a, oh, God. P- yeah, you know, this <laughs> is a, whoa," but, but people still recognize that it's like this this, this visual art piece. But but if somebody is saying a poem, uh uh, and and using words, one everything they're saying is is being attributed to that person, who they are, and everything they believe, which is obviously not always the case, right? If you you were to make a, a fucking movie. Like Scarface, it doesn't mean you're like, hey, I'm trying to actually promote drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, just like that. I'm, not actually trying- I'm just writing this story, right? And so I think that does a disservice, which puts the the burden on y'all to to like you're saying package, find a way to deliver. Um, not changing the poems by any means, but. Um, Context Like, what are the venues and who's at the venues? Yeah, and so what that. poems are for who? Right. right. <laughs> because, like, that's the thing. You still want to be able to do your poetry. and You still want to be able to do the range of your poetry. But what poems work when and what poems are for which audiences? You know, they're going to be, poems like, I love Recipe for a Slave. I've asked you to do that, I think, twice at, at – Different events. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I think people need to hear it. And for me, just the way I think about race and think about the history of this country, I I like that poem. I think it's relevant and I think it's provocative in a way that like, yeah, you're supposed to be like, Ooh, I feel kinda icky about this. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. duh. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're talking about <laughs> slavery here, right? Like if you're white and you're listening to this poem, you definitely should feel icky about this. Like yeah, I mean, you know, and so for me, like there's 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 sort of those pieces that I think um, You know, if y'all figure out how to package, I think one, you're going to own the poetry theme in Duluth, Minnesota. Right. And there's a lot of, and again, I'm not trying to be like this, like capitalist swine, like oh, you can make so much money, but like you could, you could make a decent income. You know what I'm saying? Like at least see, we're not shutting. See, see, no, <laughs> this,
1: this is the point because it's like uh me. I'm a I'm an older guy, and I just like, like you said, capitalist swine. I I want to be a capitalist. <laughs> and and here's the and here's the Lord, thing. You and and here's, and here's the thing that I realized. It took me so many years to realize, and I I don't know why it took so long because I always had this idea of like money and capitalism being evil, and it's just like. It's just a tool. Mm-hmm. Like, capitalism is a tool. It's like a hammer. I could yeah. build your house or I can beat you over the head with it. <laughs> Sadly, for us, a lot of people have decided to beat other people over the head, yeah, but yeah. that doesn't make it an evil thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so.
2: Yeah, if everyone is altruistic, then capitalism would be a problem because it, it, if somebody be, was. It Sean could Lane, be beautiful. say, oh, hey, okay, here. Well, we're good people, so we'll take care of this person. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah,
1: and. And I think that's. People in our shoes who who share views about, like, you know, commenting on society or, you know, trying to make change the community, like, that's where we shoot ourselves in the foot because we ignore the idea of trying to turn a profit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and then, you know, we do all this work and slave away, and then at the end of the day, you gain nothing if you turn around. And then everything just keeps pushing. Like, why did I do all this work just to produce an event? And everybody loved the event. and they're Like, yeah, good job.
2: Yeah. And I mean, the, the reality is y'all got to eat. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, for me, it's like I, I believe any person should should at least be able to make the money they need to make in order to pay their bills to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least that. And so, you know, um, I, I really think like you know, if, if y'all uh, uh, package what you do, because, I mean, I, nothing compares, realistically. I mean, wh- I, I, I don't know every poet in Duluth, but uh, nothing we, compares. I, we do, I know more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I, I'm with you. And so, you know, like I'm glad you said, like you <laughs> said you know, the, the quality, uh, 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 the, the the range, the, the diversity, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of word, but the, the diversity, the spectrum of, of, what, yeah, of what you create, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, there, nothing compares. Right. And so to find a way to package that, you know, to, to have something published, whether it's a zine or a book or whatever, um, to, to, to have, you know, your different. I think there, one, there is a place or there's a need for a place where we do need some raw, some raw, yeah, real just, poetry. Right. And I think in that place, too, can be a place for conversation and healing that's a little messy, but also like, it's there. Like, I heard this poem and here's how it made me feel, like this is a place to yeah. just throw all the shit on the table, and here's how we sort of like, process that as like people doing poetry. Hey, I right. mean, when we, you know, that one time when you and me and Q and Tasia were in, you know,
0: we've processed a lot of very messy, historically, heavily contextualized
1: things, in. <laughs> Yes. What's, up? What's up? Hello. I didn't know they were back. <laughs> <And> welcome back. <laughs> what up, gang? Gang, how you doing? I'm
0: good. Yeah, no, that's that's we're we're, we're not just poets, man. We're the art of conversationalists. Mm-hmm. So like our our poems are just like the 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 uh, the the wallpaper mm-hmm. around which you know what I mean. The conversations occur. So like I don't know if we could like really. Market that as a thing. But. Yeah,
2: and I, I think that's one element of it, and Thank then you. and then the show, right? Like yeah. The showman, the showmanship, right? Where like, you know, people are are asking you to an event, and you have your sort of packaged stuff, right? Like, right. there's tons of quote unquote anti-racism events. I do the quotes because some of them are and some of them are just visually, right? Yeah. But you know, there's. A non profit that makes money. Yeah, exactly. And so like there's <laughs> there's those kind of folks that are gonna reach out to, to 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 get you to do something, and there's a there's sort of the package deal that could come with that where you can you can push the envelope, but you might not be able to bring your raw stuff because right. they'll be like, Okay, right. we're not gonna pay them again. Yeah, right? Yeah, and so it's it's about again it's that about, on YouTube. Exactly, it's about it's about it's about context, right? Like you're gonna have poems that are gonna piss people off. Right. Every artist is gonna create something that piss some pisses somebody off, right? right man. I'm pissed off by the white people people that paint the canoes on the side of Lake Superior what? for a different reason <laughs> those
1: canoes are beautiful like, <laughs> I've never seen them, but. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: it's just like you know understanding that context of like when is it time to piss people off and when is it you know because I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like okay we can push the envelope with this organization or at this event this far right? right like we can go one step beyond where they're at and they'll invite us back Okay. And we can get that money to continue doing what we're doing, right? Like, you know, I, I, you don't have to compromise who you are or your values. You just say, this Take is what I'm doing. Out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is what I'm doing in this moment, not just for these people. It's not about, like, kowtowing to these people. It's about right. I'm out here performing and doing something that I made and that I'm mm-hmm. proud of and that we're proud of as a collective Right. and we're getting paid to do it so we can continue to do all the shit we're trying to do, right? right. Like with Blackbird Revolt and we design for people, there's certain people we work with and we're like, nah, this isn't, this isn't necessarily our best, our best, right? Like, this isn't what, exactly what we want to create with these people, but it, we're not sacrificing who we are and we're not you know, uh, uh, throwing away our values. Like, if Wells Farrow came and was like, we want you to do a billboard for us, we'd be like, fuck you, right? But if someone's <laughs> like, hey, we want you to do this, and we're like, ah, that design's a little cliche. We don't like it. And they're like, well, you know, we're like, fine, we'll do your design. Here you go. And we'll take their money and right. we'll create our fucking designs and 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 bring them somewhere else. You know right. what I'm saying? And so, like, don't ever sacrifice your your morals or who you are or the, your integrity. Well, it's part of the deal. Problem. But exactly. But like, have your you know have your places that and, and y'all will bring it, y'all will bring in the stuff. I mean, I'm. I'm literally thinking of this whole 2020 stuff that's going on next year with Clayton Jackson McGee. And part of what we're trying to do is engage the community in a different way and engage them through art. Poetry is one of the forms that we want to engage people through. And so we need strong poetry that's going to talk about race, that's going to talk about slavery, that's going to talk about lynching, and and poetry that gets people in a space where they're uncomfortable enough Mm -hmm. where we can pull stuff out and have that conversation.
1: actually, like, you just like, you just you just put a, like Where's a light bulb comments? in my head because you said
0: like yeah, ones. Cool ones a really space painful. to yeah. have a conversation
1: was like like, like,
3: on. Everything was
1: clean. like uh because that just reminded me of like something like uh TED talk yeah, yeah. or something or was, someone like, like, right giving floor, a like spiel just, like, right and then right at there, the it, end of the spiel just they, just they would allow <laughs> questions <laughs> and things of that nature. Like, I've never yeah. seen like a poetry show like designed like that to like hear. We're going to be here for two hours. No, for the first know, hour, we're going to give you provocative shit that's mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm, test the boundary of everything. And then we're going to actually pass the mic around. We're going to talk about yep, yep. it. So we want you to listen. We want you to think it's like it's almost interactive in a way.
2: You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, you know, when people know, that's the piece, too. It's like when people know they're coming through a show. Yeah, I and, as they, as well. and they know what to expect yeah. what to anticipate like let's say you had a show let's say you have one focus on race or one focus on policy. not that it would only need to be that but like let's say you had a core element whatever it is could be addiction could be love could be whatever but you have this core element and and you know it's on the calendar and the way you market that the way you push that out there folks know what they're coming like, to right. and they know you know this is a show you're gonna hear, listen, okay. you know, you're gonna hear thoughts. You're gonna yeah. hear perspectives, yeah. and some of it you're not gonna agree with. Right. Period. Wow. Right? right? Yeah. Like some of it you're not wow. gonna agree with, or some of it might exactly. make you uncomfortable. That's the purpose of this. Okay. And we to do this, and then here's you know. what we're gonna but do after. And then people know they're ready. You know what I'm saying? Like when I go to a poetry show. Because of who I am, right? Some people that okay. don't do spoken, words, spoken word thing need, a, need like some warning. sort of warning or, or disclaimer to be like, hey, by the way, this I'm is fucking armed, so it's right. going to be uncomfortable. But for me, I go knowing that like I don't need a trigger warning. I don't need, because I'm going to, 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 to hear someone's experience. And that could be literally anything if right.
1: i if I go to a yeah. poetry yeah. show and I'm not triggered, I get bored, yeah, yep, even if you're not saying something to offend me, even something I hear in your experience should be like, Jesus Christ, you went through that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that happened yep, you you yep. know yep. what I'm saying yep. or you're. I mean you gotta to-
2: feel something right <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of that's the thing spoken word if I go to a spoken word show and there's no anger I'm like what the fuck? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't, it wouldn't make sense to me. Right. And so, uh, uh, like, even when I go to, 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 you know, I've been to a couple shows in the cities where, you know, it's all black artists and they're all talking about racism. And like, for the most part, I'm I'm with them. Right. Like, I'm here with them. I get what they're saying. But the way they describe it or the way that, that they've illustrated their personal experience with it, I'm not. I'm not triggered like, oh, you triggered me, I'm offended by what you're saying, but I'm triggered in the sense that like shit. You brought me into this place. You know what I'm saying? Like you you brought me into this place of trauma. Yeah. You know, like you're sharing your trauma with me, and I can connect to it, and like I'm hurting. Yeah. And not in a not in the bad sense. That's what we're here for. Right. right. Like, and I think that's a piece of of what um What a lot of folks go for is like they're trying to connect, they're trying to relate, they're trying to learn, they're trying to grow, they're trying to find another way to hear their pain or their experiences. Right. You know what I'm
1: saying? So, like, kind of what I'm getting out of what you're saying is like, uh, because in the past we've kind of just like, you know, people they'll hold some like cheesy event and they'll base it around a certain issue. And then you will go there and they got these other acts and events that going on and it was all like, whatever. And then we would go up and just surprise people. And then... And, <laughs> and it's, you know, and there, there would be certain people that were like, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. But for the most overall part, like a lot of people didn't like uh, respond well to that. But if you tailored in a way like, I'm inviting you to this thing and it's not a surprise if yeah, I kind of yeah, like yeah. give you an idea. Like, they would be more inviting to the premise, or it'll be more profitable to, mm-hmm. to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To give people fair warning, like this yeah. is what it's about. Yep. Versus, you come to an event like, oh, I'm having a good time. Like, wait, what do you say? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> you that's talk, real. Talk about me,
2: like, you know, and the surprise thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of some, of, some of you alls surprises. <laughs> just through, you know, through <laughs> community <laughs> conversations, right? Like. You know, this community is a small community, right? You know, and oh, I'm dear. I'm always I'm always in the place <laughs> I'm always in the place of like surprise can be good too, like. But what yeah. you know, what is the purpose of that surprise? Right. Um, Sometimes the purpose. As a nearly
0: thirty, like I'm like really learning about the pick your battles aspect of just being an operator, like in the community. Like I've been here long enough that like a lot of my battles that I shouldn't have picked still follow me. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like. It's just like okay like now that I'm like I'm going to be here.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know and, what I mean like And that's real it's like sometimes that stuff is needed and that's something I learned too. You know when I was 2021 20, up at UMD both working in the community at U of D, I would burst into meetings and just tell people exactly what I thought. You were viral, bro. And you, know what I'm you were saying? viral. Exactly. Mistakes. It's like, Talking come that, on, I'm... white supremacists were filming me and putting me on the internet. What, what
0: was that? The West, like, the, uh, Youth for Western the West. Civilization. Youth you for Western Civilization. Western you know, bro. and it, it's like like, 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 hey, bro.
2: You know, I did, I said what I felt, when I felt it, how I felt it. Right. And, you know, what I learned from that, it, it, and I didn't care who was in the room or what the event was or whatever. What? And I learned that, like, what did, I, what did I gain or the community gain from that? Honestly, you know, like next to nothing. Like I felt good right when I said it, but then I realized there were so many messes I had to clean up or there were so many things I had to explain to people to be like, yeah, I got up here and said this angry stuff, but like you're mad and, I want to like work with you but also you think I'm just this person who's like super aggressive and like it just it it made messes and I think messes are okay but ultimately you have to clean up messes if you want to maintain some sort of relationship in the community and so like when I think of now when I surprise people it's about uh, uh, it's really about the goal so if the goal is to throw people off balance so they don't know what to expect or what to anticipate um, um, then, then you do that then and there, right? If the goal is to challenge the status quo, you know you do that then and there, right? Like I show up to a lot of places with the police now because that's sort of my thing. It's like this abolition of the police, like that's my life's goal. get fucking rid of them. Um, but you know, so so for a joker, me, huh? <laughs> when, I, when I show when I show up, you know what I'm saying? When I show up to those spaces now, it's about like you know I could I could go off. You know what I'm saying? I could go off on them. Um, and that'll shock some of them and it'll piss some of them off. And sometimes that's necessary. It's really just about when, Yeah. You know, context. What, are, what am I trying to get out of this? Am I trying to connect people to poetry? Okay, then I might not want to piss the majority of the people off. Right. If I'm trying to p- piss the majority of the people off, mm-hmm. right? Like, if I go into a room full of, like, white liberals, that's when I go, that's when I go off. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I go into a room oh, I and got it's the a theory. bunch of white liberals talking about racism... I go off. I, I get the I'm like, never How happen. dare you have this conversation when none of you are connected? You know what I'm saying? Like I'll go after them. Right. The point is to shock them to so they know they're not safe. Right. And so it's, it's I think that's a that's a piece of it too But when you invite people to your space, their goal is safety. You know that's, what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Like, when their goal is when their goal is to not not try to grow and to not and, and it's not a, it's just like the the perpetuation of a status quo. That's when you shock. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That to me, that's when you shock is when there's these people with all this like power that don't care about a community or the community that they're discussing, and they're just there to sort of rub each other's back. That's when you shock. Yeah. Um, and that's when it really works because they're just like. Oh,
0: Does It work are, for you. It didn't. I, you know, I didn't. I didn't shock with with full uh, voltage. You know what I mean I was? I came in half shot, half cocked. You talking talk
1: about uh, <laughs> Juneteenth? No, I'm
0: not talking well, about Juneteenth. Yeah, I mean. That was that was more of a learning experience
1: because like I didn't like, I so much I, mind
0: I, the reception. I, I, I mean, because it
1: like was like what we did there. Yeah, it was kind of like, well, uh, bef- what like, we planned which pieces we were gonna do. Me personally, I can say I misjudged the crowd altogether. It was not the crowd I was expecting, and
2: you're talking about just this past week. Yeah, like, just that's playing, that's what right we down it did. there, five you, to
1: six you, days You know, because yeah.
2: I, I heard y'all going, but what what? What
1: happened? Was there folks that were like? No, see, we like uh, the the way I came into poetry and the way I taught it. You're real observant of your audience. Mm-hmm. You don't just go up and mm-hmm. speak stuff and perform it. Mm-hmm. Like you got to rock, you got to be politicians. You, be politicians you, politicians you know, you're, you're paying attention to the faces. You mm-hmm. know their reactions. Mm-hmm. You you know how the people felt about your poem. Yeah. So like, we we did some pieces, and it was it was kind of like. Like what I did was like they're like I don't know what he's talking about You're using too many big words. Try again. But and stuff Mark did when he started, they was like and it was like almost Duluth specific. So they was like oh oh yeah. But then he finished with one that was kind of Duluth specific, but it was like
0: I'm making fun of all.
1: It, of it, it was targeting an actual group of people that were there. That we're actually putting on the event. It was <laughs> actually inspired by this. You know, you know yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it, it was cheesy inspiration. And, yeah. and, oh. and it was like, and then we got done, and it was just silence, and we just walked through, and you could just see their faces, like, and then, and, and, and you know, certain people come up like, "Good job, good job," and it was like, mm, yeah, it was just like, you hurt their feelings, bro. I, I just, yeah. But I think yeah.
2: that's you know, to me. I, I wish I heard the poem. I wish I, I I didn't even hear it in the moment. Yeah. But uh, it's it's you you'll hear it one day. <laughs> the right context. Here. But uh um, uh, you know that that sort of discomfort I think is good, right? It, like,
0: it is good. You know, but it is, won't get you invited back.
2: May, it maybe, maybe. depends, right? right? Like it it really depends on who who is the booker, right? Like who books you. Like I'm the type of person that if you tell me if you read me a poem. And I know the white people that show up are going to be uncomfortable or the people with money are going to be uncomfortable. I'm picking that. I'm picking that. He's evil. <laughs> because that, that's the point of what I'm trying to do is get them in a zone where they feel this discomfort because when they're in this zone of discomfort, they have to choose what they're going to do next. And that's either continue to live in it with us or cop out, right? And so, you know, there, there's... I think that's power. What you don't want to do is like actually just piss people off to piss them off. That's a whole nother. You
1: know so like when we were doing this last time, like even when I came back in two thousand eleven, we first started, mm-hmm. even before like you know Amy and the <coughs> UMD gang joined. Was that our, we're we just out there trying to piss people off. I mean, it was fun, man. We were having
3: fun. <laughs> like you know that's like that's that's another thing to balance too mm-hmm. is like.
0: We want to make, but like if we we, we want to have fun doing it. You yeah, know what I mean? You yeah, want yeah, to have yeah. fun doing yeah, our poems. Yeah, yeah. And like it's more fun to do your poems when the audience receives them well. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that's like when the audience is like whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I remember like looking out doing my first you know the confessions poem about like. Uh, you know, my feelings about being a stepdad with Fee and you know what I mean? Like I show my love and learn to listen when my race is the reason, half your family tree is missing. I saw people,
3: oh yeah, like oh yeah, I saw some yeah. dude
0: do the fucking and I was like, I just blew someone's mind. I'm so happy right now. Yeah. And then and then after earning their trust and their awe, <laughs> I was like, Oh by the way, Here's the like, thing. <laughs> I felt I felt really bad about that after, because I had planned it kind of that way, and then it didn't, you know, it didn't pan out the way. Oh. <laughs> you know, so you do have to read You have to be careful, and you can't just be like, all right, here's my plan of attack. You have to be able to, uh, you know, uh, what's the word? Like, maybe, maneuver, evolve, like I adapt in the yeah. moment, and be yeah. like, okay, if I do read this poem here, yes, it'll piss people off, and probably not in the way that I want to piss mm-hmm. them off. Mm-hmm. It'll probably just alienate.
3: Mm-hmm. Because
0: they think they're right, yeah. and this won't poem won't make them think they're not right. It'll make them think that I'm just a dick, mm-hmm. you know. And you, you want should. people to be like, am I am I right? Am I? Is yep, yep, you yep. know? You want them to step back a little bit and not,
1: you maybe, know. Maybe you should handle your dick first, and then make them feel good about it after. <laughs> you know, like this is this is this
0: is the thing about you know just. Uh, it's tricky man You, you just You know There's like, never a set formula You just gotta be aware All the
1: time That Because uh, like, like This time around It's like We do I'm just thinking like We do way more Than poetry mm-hmm. So we wanna incorporate Other things For sure Like He does a lot of art I He used to I'm trying to get him back in there I do My main focus hey, is art I, 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 I draw uh, Comic books yeah. And narratives yeah. And stuff of that nature Um and so, and what we when we did it before, we were doing art, we were doing poetry, we were doing music, and everything was like sort of separate. Mm-hmm. Now it's mm-hmm. like do everything with a goal of like being consistent. Yeah. You know, making it real. Yesterday, doing the work. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And uh, like I said, uh, actually like participate in capitalism, mm-hmm. like making some money yeah, yeah, because what we produce is of quality and if we can't just pick the student's
2: strongest pieces okay uh, and then with that when it came to us uh in terms of of laying it out in the book we wanted to make sure the book is balanced because you know that's one of the things on the back end that a lot of people have- Think about is if you have too many photos in a row. If you have too many words in a row. If you have, you know, a bunch of dark photos in a row versus, versus a bunch of light photos in a row. Mm-hmm. Like it does something to people's psyche, right? Like if your whole book is in black and white, like that's gonna mean something to people as they read through it. If it's all in color, if it's monochromatic and it's all red, you know, these are things that that sort of we consciously think about and we think about for the R booklet. And then branding for the R booklet was a big thing, like making sure the type is consistent, making sure the layout is, is correct, making sure the logo fits. Um, you know, each year we've done a different style and this, the kids choose that style. Essentially, we go we read through their poems and then we meet with them and we say, what is what are the, the images that you feel best represent what this is? And then they sort of word vomit, and it's always hard working with more than three people because, <laughs> but, you know if you if you work with more than three people you get everything on the spectrum, and, and so with youth. the yeah with the first <laughs> yeah youth yeah. two that have typically have less vocabulary, less words, less you know so a lot of times you get the same sort of descriptors, mm-hmm. um, but then you know we we took that and we, we came up with three ideas, three different um, versions, and then they voted. Democracy rules, I guess. <laughs> they voted, oh, and uh, the balls. most popular one was the one that, that, that we would choo- choose. And so the, for the first one, what we did, the first booklet, it was a little bit darker, um, a little bit more gritty, and we used different... That yeah, that was when uh, Mark was in there. Um, and, you know, it was a little more gritty, and it had different mediums. So we had illustration, we had actual images, uh, and then we, we had illustration, um, but it was different form of illustration. So you had these sort of different mediums. There was like, a, you know, the target, the body for the target practice. We had like a bird, a pencil, there was photography. And so we felt that that medium best conveyed, you know, what was there for R. And then for the second one, we just did all line illustrations. That was a little bit more friendly because um, that book, the images that were used in the book were a little more positive. They were like taken outdoors, a little bit brighter. Yeah. Um, and some of the poems were a little bit light, uh, lighter than the previous book. That was after you. So, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Apparently, they had to get know, ready. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like this is. <laughs> no.
2: But yeah, so it's like that was that was the role that was the role that I that I had played then.
0: I know, I need to get a thing. hand. I just get them dirty while I was gone. I was, I went to June, at Juneteenth. I don't know, you know, just uh, blew, blew away and, like,
1: kind of, like, my mind right now. You're giving me, like, different ideas I didn't think that, about. Like, the whole, is it? like, you called it a talk-back show. That's, I gotta write no. that down. That's probably what or, I would call thing, it. Exactly. Yeah, talk-back, yeah. So, so basically, like, what are you doing now? Is right. like, right. uh you're just like doing graphic design work mostly yeah Yeah. so we're
2: doing graphic design and I mean any creative project we can kind of get our hands on Um, trying to work with different artists um, uh, you know painters photographers videographers you know jewelry makers etc uh, trying to support what they do, um, and also create our own stuff, our own graphic yeah. stuff, and yeah, then we, we work a lot with nonprofits to brand their stuff because that's where we get most of our money. You okay. know, we, they pay us five thousand, and we do like a whole, you know, branding package. Yeah, they get pamphlets. Yeah, and all that, all oh, that yeah. Junk. Yeah. Um, And so, and then we take that money and and, and try to do stuff that we want to do with it. Okay, um, yeah.
1: Um. So, are there? You think there's a substantial uh, number of, like, creatives uh, in Duluth, like people who do video Mm -hmm. and things of that nature? Because we've also been uh, thinking about trying to build a consistency online, just like with different content. Yeah, yeah. Like, we had an idea of, like, okay, we'll go around town to various locations, and, like, I might shoot him doing a poem, put that on YouTube or Instagram, or something like that, and we just throw that stuff out there as we go along, and then,
3: you know, consistently, like, do shows, put out books, even try to go as far as, like, maybe create additional
1: merchandise, t-shirts, and stuff
2: Yeah, no, that, I, I mean, I think that's the way to go, and I, I mean, that's the thing, it's, like, when you, when you, uh, uh, when you do one thing, there's all these other things that you can do connected to it Right. Um, that brings more people to the table. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, if you're working with other artists in the other venues, I mean, like, you know, Miri's done live painting. Other people do live yeah. painting. If there's shows that are doing poetry and live painting, you're not only bringing fans of poetry to the show, you're bringing fans of visual art and painting to the show. Right. You know, if you have... If you have video of your poems, it's another way to connect people to your poetry before so that, you know, when you do have your shows, you know, or your talkbacks, people can show up. Um, but, yeah, there's tons of creatives in, in Duluth. Uh, really great ones that charge too much. Really right. great ones that don't charge enough. Um, really shitty ones that charge too much and really shitty ones that, you know, don't charge. Okay. Um, and so finding that balance, too, because, you know, I, I'm not a stickler about, like, every... Every creative has to be an expert at their craft, but you no. want to make something that, like, you know, my sort of rule is if I'm scrolling through Facebook and it looks worse than everything else that I'm scrolling through, it's not going to stand out. Right. Um, and so my sort of thing is like, is it at least as good as what I would scroll through on Facebook? Right. right? Like, if the photos you're taking are worse than what I could get on an iPhone, not a good look. If right. The video you're, you know, what I'm saying. If the video you're taking is worse than what you could get on an iPhone. Not a good one, um, and so but there's tons of creatives that I think would would be, you know could support. Um, I I'm willing to help shoot video. If that's something you okay. want. Like I have my Sony. It shoots four K. Okay. Nobody's gonna watch it in four K because you know that's only like sick. ten people have that TV. but You know, so I have I have my Sony and I have a one of those little gimbals. You know what I'm saying, like counterbalances right. and stuff. So okay, so.
1: That's good. That's Let's say selling. hypothetically, yeah, if uh, yeah, you know, we tasked you your company to produce this, yeah. this mm-hmm. what are your prices?
2: It would depend. We can we can decide that. You know, You're like I started a company just right, because right. I didn't want to start a nonprofit because there's too many restrictions. Right. But I started a company to change Duluth, and you know, yes, we got to make ends meet, but know, like that's I not our priority. And so apparently. we pick and choose the pro- projects that we want to do. So we could always do. Uh, We could always, it would depend on how much we're doing of it, right? Like if you were like, we don't want to do any of the art, we just want to give you our poems and you organize them and create something, you know, obviously that would take more time, more work. But if you were like, okay, we want to include our own art um, and, you know, this is the poems we've curated the book and we're doing more like, okay, we do a cover and layout, that would be a lot less. Yeah. Um, But then we could also do it like, you know, we could partner on a grant and we get a fiscal sponsor you know what I'm saying and like I'm always January through June of next year my life will be incredibly hectic with the whole claim Jackson McGee 2020 stuff so I'm responsible for that but every other time of the year like I'm willing to help write grants or write grants or that kind of stuff so we can find fiscal sponsors um, um, you know and and go in on a grant that says okay y'all get paid to do your stuff and then we get paid to like do some design stuff um, we could do like, let's say we did the book or designed the book or did layout for the book. We could say if we sell the book for twenty five dollars, we take a dollar or two dollars or whatever y'all would be comfortable. With. You know what I'm saying? Like we could we could figure out ways to make it work. Um, you know we could sell it on our shop. It, it doesn't matter. But honestly, I'm just mostly interested in, in supporting you in whatever way we can. So
1: yeah, I I, I invite that, and I'm interested in everyone. Getting paid for sure. name, man. Yeah, we see you do great work. Like that's yeah. you know, that's why. That's <laughs> like I was like, yo, I, I, like you, if, you if any, any life, profit you is pay. made, yeah, If if you worked on it, I want you to get a nice share. For sure, yeah. Because I know you're doing work.
2: Yeah, and so I mean, we all we can. It, it all depends on how how much y'all want to put in, how much y'all want us to put in, and where you know what parts of the process y'all want us to to, to be a part of. And okay. So, um, you know, like like I said, you know, you I mean, you're artists, right? And so you have creative vision, you have skills, you have talents, um, and and so there might you might like I said, you might want to basically do the whole book and you say you lay it out. Put it in design get it ready for print and that's what we do or you know we don't we don't care we'll do the book ourselves but we want you to come in and help us with some video stuff or whatever okay it's whatever you want you know
1: because yeah because uh this is uh because uh the comic books i did i have experience well i've laid out comic books before and, and sent those to whatever and and so we we still have to do that which we haven't done is put the Dude, materials on the table and kind of with the Adobe like what was it did n- you n- put that shit together no n- n- nah it's like it's kind of when you laying stuff out in a program like that at this point in time in graphic design it's kind of like do what you want the only thing the only restriction is when you send it to the actual printers they have it's communication yeah So whether you have a program that actually layouts pages or I have each page contained in a different file or frame and I send that to them. You just have to communicate to the person who's actually turned into a physical book. This goes here and this goes here and this goes here. And when you print it to a physical book, depending on the layout, it turns out a, a certain way because just like in comic books I learned like there's a... There's a margin on the page where you have to put parts of images. Like basically, the outline gets cut mm-hmm. in print, mm-hmm. so everything you put in there has to go inside this certain margin. That's why they got the blue lines on the comic book uh, page. Like if you buy comic books stock, uh, what, what's the paper called? It's kind of like almost board, like a drawing. yeah, the heavy. Yeah. yeah so heavy. if you uh. Get those. There's a little like, uh, it's like very light blue margins around, like framing the page, and it's like those don't. Sh- they're not supposed to show up in print. That's why they're colored that way. But it gives you a map of like, if I go outside this line, mm-hmm. it, it runs good. the risk of stuff yeah. getting things of that nature. Like when I'm printing, uh, I, I didn't do a large. I just had one book made. Uh, made the comic book, Bloody Knuckles. First issue, and it was a print shop next door to our house. I went, over like, How much would it cost just to get one of these made? He was like, 40. It cost me 50 bucks just to make one book. So I just wanted to see. It. So I gave him 50 bucks. He printed it, and the only issue that came out was in flipping the pages with the number of pages I gave him, he would have to insert just blank pages to make the book work. You know, or it wouldn't fit. So he was like, what do you want me to do? Idea. Make them all black. So it would be like, so you will flip a page, comic book, comic book, comic All of a sudden, there's this black page. So I I told him, make them all black. And I told him, place them in strategic places where the story changed after that page. So it was like yeah, yeah. a cutoff marker mm-hmm. in the book. And it, it turned out really nice. A visual period basically, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, it,
3: you, you it. just
1: got to have that kind of stuff in mind, yeah. And also, like he says, they have a lot of experience in design and layout and stuff, too. So, yeah.
3: And if
2: you the great thing about like if you've got a thick ass book, you know, if you've got a lot of poems, like as, zines are frustrating because, yeah, like if you have they have to be in multiples of four, right? They okay. like, have to be in a multiple of four in order to have the correct amount of yeah. pages, so it's got to be. 4, 8, 12, 16, 24, 28. Yes. Uh, with a perfect bound book, like, like it, when you were to put, uh, when you when you put all the poems together into one book, it'll be perfect bound, which perfect bound you can do whatever amount of pages, right. and there'll be no blank pages. Um, so that's one of the good things about perfect bound, it's like if you have 72 pages or 71 pages, or what's a prime number? Yeah, something. If you have a prime number, you could you could make that you know you could make that work in in perfect bounds. Um, and then um, you know that's the great thing about SmartPress too is like you know they're 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 pretty good about that. And then they have all these sort of settings too where you kind of choose the you, know, you choose the cover paper, you choose the internal paper, you choose you know. All okay, because
1: that's another thing I want to ask you about, like. Uh, typically what because I'm learning about different paper style yeah, yep. and you know I'm thinking like if if, if I'm like making a small zine mm-hmm. and it's like zines are supposed to be cheap why not make it cheaply and give it out cheaply and almost as a first time around like promotional tool mm-hmm. sort of thing yep, you well. know what I'm saying like what's wrong with making it all newsprint? yeah nothing. you know
2: yeah, nothing. And that's the great thing about zines. It's like the zine world. You can almost do whatever you want. Um, you know, as long as you don't disparage the zine world. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, no. The only thing about zine culture is like, so be supportive of zine culture. But everything underneath zine culture is like, you know, I had, you know, I went to Minneapolis Zine Fest, and you have, you know, a six-year-old kid who made this zine. And she's taking pictures of the weird shit around her parents' house and it's called the weird stuff around my parents' house. And she's like cutting it out and like p- pasting it on paper and then making copies and printing it. And then you have my zine, which is like, I have a freaking professional illustrator and graphic designer working on it. And all was like everyone's like, all of these zines are relevant and worthy and dope. So you literally like if you want to produce a zine, you could do the least expensive paper that you wanted to do. Um, And the only thing you want to think about is, you know, what – because different color and different stuff shows up on paper differently, right? Right. And so, like, you know, if you have a certain feel you're going for, there's going to be certain paper that you're going to want to use. Like, if you go for something gritty, you almost never want to use any paper that has gloss. Okay. Because it takes away – it makes it feel like a magazine. And you're like – magazine, you think like people or like – us magazine. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so if it's gritty, you want to use, like, Uncoded or Craft or some other paper. Um, and then with the zine, like, you know, with a book, I don't know whose book this is, but me and Gary both read the same. Nice. Wait, wait, a Clockwork Orange? But I have seen the film. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and I was maybe too young to be watching that film. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was. I was. I saw the shit on my. It's, yo. Got it's me. worse the second time. Oh, that's what's up. Yes. So like um Oh wait, no,
1: that was nice.
0: Yeah, so
2: this is from the Art of Ubuntu. This is actually the first thing we did as Blackbird Oh, This was oh, you really guys fun. That? Yeah. That's actually my head, you can't tell? Look, look at this. <laughs> that's actually my yeah, silhouette. This is stuff from me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell? The art of me. Dang. Yeah, that's my silhouette. Oh, that's that's good. One too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um so this was one of our zines. Now for this one, um, all of this paper. Is the same, it's the same weight. Right. So this is 80 pound text. Okay. Is this paper. It's uncoated. So it's, it doesn't really shine in the light at all, which I love. I hate. I I hate gloss. I hate gloss paper. Like with a fiery passion, which this is gloss. Okay. (laughs) So, so I didn't get to make the call on this one. The, the, the client did. It was the Echoes of Peace Choir. So they printed gloss, which fine, whatever it turns out. (laughs) I would have did this uncoated because it would have looked that much cooler. Um, but this is um, this is a lighter paper than this. This is probably like 70, 70 pounds gloss. Okay. Um, but with a zine, usually all the way through, you're going to have the same right. The same weight right. paper. Um, and it's usually going to be a text paper. You usually won't have a cover. But for a book like this, you do like 80 or 100 pound cover. And then you would do so.
1: You just got the uh, gold mine text. of zines.
2: Wow, you have my originals! This oh is my crazy. goodness! They're oh my goodness! Holy shit,
3: I got it all!
2: Oh, yeah, this one's raw. I have not seen this stuff. Which one? This, this one, you, you this,
3: this is you. Yee.
1: I thought I gave that away actually. Did you? My broccoli man.
2: broccoli man.
0: This
3: is a doodle. He's cute though, he, he
1: is cute. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Now the ants remind me of what bit me in Colorado.
1: And these are all pretty light,
2: like yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And you feel like that's the way to go.
2: It is, you know. Is this Daniel? Is it? Who wrote that? Uh, no, no, that was. Um, I'm sure that that picture who wrote is amazing. Under that pen name. Thanks. Uh, yes, that's amazing. I think that was my friend Mary wrote under that name because it meant something that's in so Nigerian or in uh, what's the. Oh my god what's the language her language
3: the yoruba yes
2: thank you thank you um it, it meant something and then it also meant That's you know speech. listen in spanish so that was her pen name
3: too. um actually everything in here artworks. i gave away i think
2: yeah. you should give away some i provide <laughs> <laughs> dang the squad. i'm Dude. trying to remember the one where i
3: oh oh you have an ear infection buddy you stink these ones piss.
2: piss people off though. These when I made these, these fucking piss people off. Really? Why? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause there's one in here. Stop. Is it is there was some
1: content in there that pissed people off?
2: Yeah, there's one in here. I don't think it's this one. Um <coughs>
3: I
1: swear he's deaf, but he's still. I think that's why
2: he's so loud. Oh, so he's Hi. like 20
3: pages. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's one in here where I basically told Claudie Washington to stop being the person in the OCD. Damn. Ooh. And I, what? I oh. dropped them all off oh. at MLK Day. This is like seven years ago now. How dare you years ago. piss
1: off that man? Do you know who he is?
2: Yeah, know who, what he's you know.
1: done for this town?
2: Exactly Are you insane? Good job. And uh, yeah, I dropped him off at MLK, and then what? I saw yeah, him. Recording. No, saw
1: no him it's literally. sugar. Oh, I know he, he doesn't eat sugar. I told him to make coffee. I thought he was gonna make like real coffee, like a normal person. But he has this shit in this. What is this container? Well, we did
3: not even have a coffee maker, do we? No,
1: the road took it. So I brought sugar. Oh, uh,
0: Quentin wants to know what what I'm on right now.
1: Well, he's a little too late. He I don't even late. know if we have time to. Cause you mentioned zine culture,
2: I know yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. about zine culture. The zine culture is is it's out there and it's radical. Like it's even more radical than I had anticipated. Because you know when I started when I started the zine. I just honestly was like looking for some sort of outlet for someone like me who wasn't particular. you know, I didn't have the sexy skills. I wasn't super good at drawing or super good at painting or right. singing or poetry. So I was like, what can I do? I can write, I can speak, and I can get yeah, people
3: a together a around And so, you know,
2: so, you know uh, everything. Yeah. I was like looking on right the smart. internet, right? right like, smart. What can I do? And I found out about zines, and so I just was like, I'm gonna make a zine. But as I started doing this, there were people literally like, uh, Complex Magazine featured us in the in the UK version of Complex Magazine. Wow. Yeah, I, it was like surprising me. I didn't even know how, how they... Did, how did I had did. no idea how they even found out about it. Um, but we were in there. Um, our zine exists in... There's like five versions of our zine in the UMD Library, the Hennepin County Library. Um, it's in a library in Wisconsin, and it exists around a number of places around the state, which yeah. is... I mean, it's, like, weird. I didn't do it for that for any reason, but, you know, people just 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 buy it and collect it. Yeah. And so through that, you know, you meet other zinesters. You have people reaching out. You know, it was just, like, allblackzine at Gmail. And people would just email me and be like, oh, I want your zines. Like, let's meet. You know, I got invited to the Twin Cities Zine Fest the first year, but I couldn't go because I had something up here. I got invited out to San Francisco Zine Fest, but I was like, I ain't got no money. And zines okay. are like huge in San Francisco. Like okay. San Francisco zine culture is okay. is wild It's nuts. And so, you know, like I went to Twin Cities Zine Fest. It's wild. Like I thought I was like progressive and like super super like open and inclusive as a person, and I still <laughs> feel like I am. But when I went to the zine fest you want some it's like a whole oh. other level. Like everybody's like these like anti-capitalist like you know like gender is like all the rules of gender are like every <laughs> every like societal rule is not applicable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Important. Like it's just like whoa. And, and it wasn't like uncomfortable for me, but it was like I don't think I've ever been in a place where this many people are kind of like all in this zone of just being all over the place. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, zine culture is wild. Like the the you make a zine culture. Cool and with that and then a bunch, bunch of the you.
0: same kind of people all in the same yeah, place yeah, yeah, feeling yeah. all good about how good the people they're <laughs> I'm so good. Look at how much I hold in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: And zine culture is like kind of the opposite. I mean I, there's not really a lot of like bigots or conservatives in zine culture, but everybody else kind of exists in zine culture you know like there's you know sort of the safe zine people who like you know I'm making the zine about cupcakes and bacon like people make zines about their cats and that's cool Okay. Like whatever. And yeah. then there's people who are literally like, I'm making this zine, and here's how you make a bomb. So yeah. Oh, I want, want to meet those <laughs> like, motherfuckers. Like, where's,
0: like... where's the dirty EMP bomb-making zines? Like, I want to meet them cats. It's I like, like I all like of my lights. Them, you know? I mean, yeah. Like, I want to keep my but, lights hey, hey, lights People on. who <laughs> would sacrificed their uh, their freedom for safety deserve me, my brother. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
2: and and there's this, uh, when I was at the Twin City Zine Fest, I met this guy. He he specifically was doing zines with people in prison. And so, was, you know. Like that, that was the probably, that was dope. It's super dope. I, I can't remember. I, I'm, I think I still have it on my bookshelf. It's got this, like, bright orange color. And it's just, like, their stories, their poetry, their rants, their everything. Super dope. So anything can kind of yeah. exist in zine culture.
1: Okay. All right. Well, this has been crazy. That's, that's <laughs> <the sense.
0: laughs> I just want to meet a person who does a zine about, uh, you know, how to weapons that combat the state. Like, <laughs> you do EMP, Man, followed by smoke bombs to take out the cameras and the satellites, and then yep, you got yep. full cover.
1: You don't. You don't need that. I'm they're gonna make my own
2: zine. That's, 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 that's my zine. That's my zine, bro. That's the
3: ginger ninja zine. Those
2: zinesters don't always get invited to all the stuff, uh, but like, yeah, we're not. That's just for me, exactly. Yeah. Those zines are and you, you know, you find them places because people leave yeah. zines places. Like that's a big part of zine culture. It's like you yeah. take your zines, you drop them places, you know, and and you.
3: People learn, people uh, read them people. Learn. He He'd probably tell them, yeah. Yeah, he, he read
1: it. So yeah. We're gonna we gotta let's find a time to organize this and you're the man.
2: Well, so, I, so, no, I appreciate yeah, that and yeah. I'm glad you know that, that we no, can so, you know, you're
1: you uh, the man I'm coming to you for oh, this, yeah, oh yeah yeah <laughs> just let, let you know
2: yeah, no I appreciate be, that be prepared
1: oh, yeah. I can't say when it'll be soon yeah no it's cool yeah.
2: I'm, I'm in I'm down you know I'm down to support whenever y'all wanna start or pick my brain again you know let's keep connecting and
1: yeah, yeah.
0: okay we got a lot
2: of ideas we just gotta
0: organize them and figure out what's practical and you know
1: yeah yeah uh, next week we we'll probably like go to a library or something printing off everything yeah. and we can sit down and find the time to look at it and decide what we're going to go with yeah for sure
0: that's yeah, what's well, up I, I need my uh, I might call Carl Crawford to see if he can he can march for me on my back to my job and be like I think I was unfairly terminated as a Jew have uh, uh, you heard of the whole class. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
2: I don't, I don't know if he can help you
1: man. I don't know. Hey, that's my man. He he he's helped yeah. me plenty of times. Really? Can yeah, that's that's my man. Yeah, he's helped me. He's helped me well. It can't
0: hurt to call him, just be like, hey. Look,
1: look call him, Do talk like, to I'm him. Donnie's I'm
0: Donnie's white boy I'm Donnie's white boy. Tell tell <laughs> tell
1: him I sent you. Knock. Well, tell him I sent you his office is where, in the it, city hall. Right next to the mayor's man. office. Oh, yeah. Knock on that door and say, Look, Donnie Morris sent me. Say, mention her name too. Sharon. Yeah, say, yeah, say do mention my
3: name before you mention Donnie.
0: Right. Name.
1: Say Sharon That's
2: smart.
1: and Donnie sent me. <laughs> and then lay out your spiel. Yep. <laughs> and
2: and if you need brownie points, say Jordan Moses is trash. Dog. And he'll be like, oh, I'll help you. <laughs> I will help you. Just say whatever that. you need. Out of nowhere. Out
1: of context, just like, bottom line, he never
3: fucked
1: Anyways, back to that. The educated wow, me. Bro. God like, damn it. You know? He's like, you're right. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> like, don't don't tell nobody to use that language. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> There you oh, go man. You're a shoe in. Keep a bad
0: look I, <laughs> Yeah
1: Yeah <worse>. Yeah but <laughs> My advice Sue them motherfuckers <laughs> You're a white man Sue them That's your, that's your I thing I mean that is kind of You know if, You're if a Jewish possible. white man yeah. Sue them motherfuckers Yeah
2: I, I, should, I
1: should call should Talk to your mom And say mom I want to do a lawsuit
2: Heck they might settle You know what I'm saying They might just settle They might be like They don't want, don't want that want beef go. Yeah we don't want this you They know, might
1: give you $2, $2, you, you, you know They at least probably Give you
0: like 10 Would
1: your mom jump in
0: she's pissed like she hated the holiday job and she hated that I worked there cause it's a Toby job She, you know what I mean
1: it's like how dare you do slave work
0: basically yeah but <laughs> but I was like this is how they let me go they're like you've been kicked out of better places now I'm pissed like fuck that yeah. that's not right use
1: like, that man tell her you wanna get a lawyer and you, you wanna kick up some you know yeah, I think, I'm thinking, yeah. Well, he, I has mean, the, he has the best mother to use. He never I used agree. his mom. I just want to take his mom away from him and have her be my mother yeah. so I can cool. just wreck shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take, I want to take yeah. Quinn's mom. Give her, wait, no, time
3: out. But, no, no, <laughs> no. A- no. Up,
1: Okay, no, he's talking about something else. All right, I, all right, all, it, all right, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>